What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Slice of TV, our TV review show where we sit down and we talk about our favorite TV shows. This week, we're talking about episode five of Dexter New Blood, Runaway. Joining me, as always, is the wonderful Angela from DNA Gaming. Welcome back, as always. Thank you. If this, for having me back. Oh, of course, of course. This is <laughs> this has been a lot of fun the last uh, four weeks, oh. and after today, I can't wait to talk about this one. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right. So, if you're just uh, tuning in for the first time, we start off with spoilers of the episode. Spoiler free, sorry, of the episode. <laughs> yeah, we don't start off with spoilers. We start off spoiler free, and then after that, we'll let you all know when we get into spoilers, and then we spoil the shit out of this episode but you guys will be warned so that if you haven't seen it you can tune off go check it out and then come back and check out the show so runaway episode five we are halfway as of as of as far as i know there's 10 episodes of this show so we are halfway through dexter new blood and i'm so sad that we're already this at this point but we're going to talk about what we thought of the episode Spoiler free, starting with Angela. What did you think of this? I, I didn't think I could like this episode more than the last, but the more it went, the better it got. Except for I hate Molly more now. <laughs> She's just awful. Than I did before. Like, complete. No. Right. Yeah. She's, she sucks. <laughs> Yeah, she she's uh she's something. Yeah, it it she I I remember saying in the beginning of last week's episode that I thought she was okay and then like as I was talking about her later on in that episode I was like, "Oh god, she's just her podcast sucks. It's a really bad true crime podcast. I was bashing that one hardcore." And um it then yeah, she just continues to just suck. She's just like to me she puts herself out there as like a rich spoiled brat who just does this because she can like she's our she's like well well off because of you know no, probably not the podcast but you never know there's really no backstory to her she's just kind of here she's kind of a pointless character i just i don't i feel like she's like if you took her out of this show she would it wouldn't matter yeah I mean, she could do something later on in the show that could be like, oh, okay, now I understand why she's here, but she's just here. <laughs> yeah. I just... yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, we got a pleasant surprise uh, in this oh. in this episode, <laughs> and I cannot wait to talk about that. Um, that's, but... what, that's what my screaming in the message was for. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it, you were like, ah! <laughs> yes i'm so excited no but yeah uh, i'm excited to talk about that uh and of course the 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 ending of this episode is just absolutely bonkers and it just again it ends something it, it ends and it's just like yep that's it guys that's it that's all you yep. get you gotta wait another week which to me makes good television because we know this is a good show meaning you know and it's a one-off at least that's what they say as of right now. This is a one season show. This is a kind of a, a clear like to help 
ease the minds of Dexter fans who were disappointed with the final season of the original series. So this is, you know, they can do that type of stuff. They can leave you hanging because you're going to come back. You're going to come back and see what's coming up. Though, um, the, the relationship between Dexter and Harrison is very interesting in this. Um, the, the absolute roller coaster of a life that Harrison is living. Um, like he's trying to make up for something or he, I don't know what the hell is going on with this kid. Just a lot. And we get to see firsthand, um, the, the, you know, in the flesh, the full flesh of what Kurt's up to. (laughs) What, what is Kurt up to? We're going to get into that. Um, but yeah, that is that. That's pretty much it. That's that's as much spoiler free as we can give you. We don't. We can't really dive into anything too crazy without spoiling stuff. So we're gonna let you know now. Sorry, I'm trying to put on my slippers. So if I'm looking like I'm just, I'm just doing some crazy <laughs> shit over here. It's because yeah, fixing the chair. I I, like... I I have to record in a basement. It's quite chilly down here, so I gotta put on some some comfy footwear. I got my blanket because yes. it's cold. And. Yeah, so if ever, uh, so we're going to be jumping into spoilers. So if you haven't watched episode five of Dexter New Blood, make sure to go check it out and then come back and check out our video. Or it is uh, on audio podcast services. So go check those out. All right, you ready? Spoilers coming. There's your alarm. All right. Holy shit. This episode was bonkers. <laughs> Just. So much going on. You get to see firsthand what Kurt's up to. Like, we know what he was up to, but we got to yeah. see everything. Yeah. And it was crazy. Just, whew, what did we think of that? Because I would, you know, we were tossed up between him and Olsen. Mm-hmm. And I was for certain it was Olsen. And you were for certain it was Kurt. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. I was in the middle. I was like, I, I, I had the theory that they're working together. Like they were doing some weird shit together. Two rich guys, the two rich guys of the town getting together and doing some weird, weird shit. And now Olsen's just, he's just gone. Like, yeah, where's well, he been? Another character was like, all right, well, why were you here? But we still have five episodes left to the show. So who knows? Maybe these characters we're, we're calling useless right now. They are, uh, they might be something, you know, more important down the road. But this episode starts off pretty crazy. It's, of course, picks up right after episode four, like right after it. Dexter finds, of course, finds the razor that uh, Harrison had. And he's having this inner dialogue, of course, with Deb about what to do with it. Is he going to confront Harrison? You know, he, you know, Dexter's falling, of course, falling down this rabbit hole of he's turning into me. He's going to become what I am. And, you know, and of course, Deb is all against doing anything about this. Just leave it alone. You know, what Harry did to you was fucked up. You need to just leave this alone because yes, he will become you if you keep pushing it. But of course, in Dexter's mind, it's, you know, it's something that's hereditary, which it, 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 that's not how this works. <laughs> it's not how, no. you know, stuff works, but that's what he thinks. 
he thinks that he has passed down this dark passenger onto Harrison. Um, but in reality, I feel that Harrison's just had a shitty life <laughs> to, yeah, to, yeah. An ex- to, the, to an extent. Um, so yeah, that, that, that whole thing is crazy. But then we see Kurt bringing this girl, Chloe, who we saw at the end of episode four, to the cabin, the infamous cabin. He tells her she can stay as long as she wants. She's very excited, of course, because she can take a shower. It's it's a very nice room. He's like, all meals are on me, blah, blah, blah. And you know that it's not going to end well for Chloe. Yeah, because she says, I could fucking die and go to heaven. I said, mm-hmm. well. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for him to say something like under his breath as he walked out of the room. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was away, so she like couldn't hear him. But I was like, oh, what a what a line. So, yeah, then we cut back to the cabin. Dexter is questioning Harrison about the Well, Harrison comes home and Dexter has the switch, uh, the razor. And he asks about it and he's he continues to question Harrison about the events of the day when he was supposedly attacked by Ethan. And he's just trying to figure, he's trying to get Harrison to confess to what exactly happened. But Harrison is a smart kid. He's, he's sticking to a story and he's, and Dexter's kind of digging himself a hole because everybody in the town thinks Harrison is this big hero. But the only person who doesn't seem to believe him is his own father who hasn't been around for 10 years or however long it's a it's a weird situation i feel like this is just showing how very um socially awkward dexter is and he just you know he hasn't been a parent in you know a decade he's trying to figure it all out again and he's and even throughout the entire episode he's trying to justify that he's a good father i'm a great father like when he's when he's got that guy in the slab and he's like what kind of father would you know, do something like this. He's yeah. like, I'm a great fucking father. And I'm just like, yep. all right, dude, I think you're trying to justify something because you're, you're so feeling so guilty on what Harrison, you think Harrison is becoming. Yeah. It's, and before oof. this, this is where, um, they find out Matt is staying in a hotel mm-hmm. and Molly convinces Angela to go, uh, yep. look for him. Yeah. And yeah. And then she goes, oh, oh, and there's also like a police conference. Yeah. A missing uh, persons conference or something like yes. that. So it was a it was a good thing to do. But man, she was just so eager to go with this girl with Molly. And mm. uh, this, oh, but the, her line where she's like, uh, Logan comes in and he's like, oh, Matt's been staying in a hotel. And she's like, make some comment. And he's like, what's wrong? He's, she's like, no dead guy, no podcast. And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, hey, he's alive. <sighs> but also a fact where she has to tell, you know, uh, what's the, what's the cop's name? Which one? The, 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 the prominent one throughout this whole episode. The, oh, the, Angela. No, no, no. The deputy. Oh, Logan. Logan. She has to tell Logan that she has another guy. She's only like she tells him yes. this whole thing about that, and it's like he doesn't care. Like he, I don't think he yeah. wanted to be in a relationship, anyways. Uh, but yeah, yes. So, uh. of course, after um, Harrison and Dexter kind of have this little fight about 
you know, Dexter not trusting him, he just leaves. And he's sitting outside, and that's when Zach and the Goonies... I actually shouldn't even call him that because that's the feel like that's disrespectful to the Goonies. Zach and the cronies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and mm. Zach, we talked about the Zach is played by Oscar Wahlberg, the nephew of Mark Wahlberg. And boy, yep. is he a Wahlberg. <laughs> I like it. If somebody told me he was Mark Wahlberg's son, I'd believe it in a heartbeat because this dude is yep. a Wahlberg through and through. No offense to the Wahlbergs, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, w- what kind of role can we put a Wahlberg in as his like first role? Let's just put him as a douchey high schooler. Like that's like perfect. That's what he is. I mean, he fits well. He does, hundred percent. He so they tell Harrison that there is a party going on, and that Harrison should come because he's the hero, and people want to see him. He is going to be the the man of the hour. So they go to this party, and it's a party just of the people that were on Ethan's kill list. Which is fucked yep. up. Welcome to the kill list party. Right. And I feel like you really get some vibes that Harrison doesn't want to be there when he finds this out. Mm-hmm. But he's just trying to, he's like in such a weird situation because like he doesn't want to go home because Dexter's there. Because they are there, you know, he feels that Dexter doesn't trust him. Yep. And he doesn't want to be here because I feel like we talked about last week, even though he did what he did to Ethan, he still feels bad about it. It's, he didn't do it out of something where he was like, you know, he felt good. Like he felt good that he stopped this kid from potentially doing more harm, but he still feels guilty because, you know, Ethan was getting, was fucked up because of the bullies. So of course he goes there. He feels bad. He talks, he runs into uh, Audrey they have a little conversation. Um, you definitely f- can feel some chemistry. Like they both have feelings for each other, but they just won't do anything about it. I'm like, yeah. I'm waiting for it. I'm like, when is this happening? <laughs> what are we going to get this? But I like Audrey a lot. And this actress, uh, Johnny Sequoia, she's fantastic. I think she's, yeah. she plays off a very strong woman and it's awesome. I love it. And it definitely shows because her mom, you know, Angela is definitely the, the, that, you know, the probably the strongest character of this whole show. Mm-hmm. And man, Dexter just at first Dexter gets some drugs from a girl who just walks up to him and makes out with him <laughs> because he saved his My life. Hero. Yeah. She gives him some uh was it LSD or oxy or what what does she give him? She gives him Ex- ecstasy. ecstasy. And then he gets he gets uh some weird shit later. But he gets he takes that and then he's drinking a lot. So it's all you get this a lot of shots of just it's one of those focus shots. So how they usually do this type of shots is they'll attach a camera to the actor that goes around their face and it just focuses on their face. So when they're moving, it's just a very nauseating shot. But it's supposed mm-hmm. to make you feel like how Harrison feels in that moment. Like you're if you were <laughs> I mean, I've never done drugs, but <laughs> I could only imagine when you take something like you know, um, ecstasy and drink a lot of booze, you're going to yeah. get like that. <laughs> so it's very focused on his face. I like, I like that shot, even though it is supposed to be disorienting. It, it definitely got the point across. Oh yeah. Of what he was feeling. Mm-hmm. And he goes up to this, you know, these two girls that are, while he's in this stay, these two girls ask him, uh, well, one of the girls asks him to carve his initial into her freaking ankle 
so that she can remember her hero. I was like, is this just like his imagination coming up with this? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh gosh, he's going to do this. And then something bad they're going to start screaming at mm-hmm. him like he wasn't supposed to be doing this. Yeah. And of course, he goes in to try to start it and he cuts her and she's like, oh, it hurts. It's like, well, you asked for it, dummy. And of course, he's completely gone. Like he is no, no coming back from this. He then, which that, which is funny because nothing happens from that. Like nothing comes of that situation. You think like something's like she's going to get pissed off at him and get mad mm-hmm. and like something bad's going to happen. No, it just, it just her goes, ow. And then her friend just brings her off screen. Yeah. They do their thing. It, but then he goes and meets up with um, one of the other. I, I can't remember what this kid's name is. I, all I know is it's Zach is the leader of this group and it's one of his yeah. friends and he gives Harrison. Oh, what was what, what did he give Harrison? It was like a knockoff, like Oxycontin. It was supposed to be Oxy. Yeah. And it was some like knockoff, like really serious shit. Well, he takes it. Of course, and Audrey kind of sees it happen and she kind of mm-hmm. and she confronts Harrison and he uh, passes out or ODs. And by the time, you know, and she freaks out, calls uh, the police. And the, the crazy thing was, is like she called. She called the police, so she called like Logan comes. Are we just not we don't need paramedics. What were the paramedics? <laughs> They carry Narcan for that reason. The cops do? Is that a normal mm-hmm. thing? Okay. Yep. I don't follow because the procedures of law enforcement. I don't know if it's because they normally get there first. The paramedics carry it too, but um, cops carry it to give it mm. as the uh, reversal of the overdose. Uh Okay. So, yeah. So uh, Logan comes. He um, gives him Narcan, and he comes to. He says he's fine. He gets taken to the hospital. Before all this happens, we see Dexter go to the bar, and he's talking to the bartender. Uh, and that's when Kurt comes in. He's all happy, and Dexter's very confused, still confused, onto why is he so happy? Why is this guy as giddy as can be? And she says that it happens every so often. He'll come in and he plays the same song in the jukebox, which is called Runaway, which is the name of this episode. We actually heard the song uh, two episodes before um, we get, um, which we find out is Kurt uh, hunting the first girl that he locks in the cabin. He plays that's that's the song that plays while she's, you know, she runs away. Ah, the whole point. But yeah, so he, you know, he comes into the bar, he plays that song, he dances with the bartender. She, it's the same thing that happens every few weeks. And so then the party happens, Dexter goes to the hospital and he has a little bit of a confrontation with Logan because Logan is trying to be just trying to be a, you know, he's trying to be a cop. He's trying to be somebody who cares. And Dexter is kind of just, I feel he's in this weird state where he doesn't know how to feel but he gets very like aggressive with Logan. He's like, you know, you're a, a junior varsity wrestling coach. Like you're not a parent. So yeah. get the hell out of my face. And but 
Harrison slips up at the party. Right. Not, we missed. Not, not in the way that I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to, you know, get drunk and say that he attacked Ethan. Yeah. I was not expecting him to say that his, that Jim's not his dad's his name. real name. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so De- it, Harrison's in a very bad state. And, yeah, I mean, he could have said anything. He literally could have mm-hmm. said anything. But I think the reason he says what he says is because he had just gotten into the fight with Dexter and he was really yep. pissed off at him. So it was the first thing that kind of pops into his head. He tells Audrey that um, Jim Lindsay is not his dad's real name, but he doesn't tell her what it is. He just says that it's not his real name. And then he that's when he passes out. Dexter goes to the hospital finds out that um, the drug that was used was some like knockoff oxy that if taken in certain doses could kill you. So it's really bad. Fentanyl. Yep. It's really bad. Really bad. It's not supposed to be ingested. (laughs) We get uh, so yeah so Logan they find a name um to investigate this kid or to f- investigate who is the one who is distributing it Dexter brings Harrison home he pretty much tells him that he cannot leave the cabin he's going to therapy and all that so Dexter's idea is I'm going to kill this kid I'm going to kill the kid the guy who distributed the drugs so he you know he prepares himself he goes to visit the vet the town vet who is in the middle of operating on a cow. And he's like, I need this, this, and this. And she's like, take whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This I'll dude, you later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, doctor, whatever your name is. <laughs> so we find out that this guy, uh, we find, he goes to this bar that this kid usually distributes at. And I say kid, cause this guy looks like a kid. He yeah. goes to the bar, he's scoping it out, and he's he pretty much plays, this, plays it off like he's he wants some product. The kid brings him outside to his car, and that's when he was going to knock him out and do the normal Dexter thing. Because he ended up, he, so it was funny, because he grabs the, uh, it was a ket, ketamine, ketamine? Ketamine. Ketamine, which is the stuff that knocks people out. Mm-hmm. And then he grabbed uh, some syringes, and he grabbed, he saw she had rolls of plastic. And he grabbed some rolls of plastic and I was like, yeah, classic Dexter kill rooms coming up. <laughs> so he's got this whole plan put out. But as he injects him. Or at least sticks the syringe in him, that's when Logan pulls up and boy, Logan always showing up at the wrong time because he shows up and that's when Dexter has to kind of flip the script and pretend like he found the guy to beat the shit out of him. So he beats him up, tells him to stay away from his kid, blah, blah, blah. Logan tells him he's got to go to the police station to uh, write, you know, do a statement or whatever. He goes, you know, we go back to, I think we go back to Molly and Angela at the hotel where they ask the hotel clerk um, if they remember seeing this guy, uh, Matt Caldwell, check out. He says he checked out at like 1230. They need their tapes reviewed. Angela, again, is a badass. Because the guy's like, we can't do that. It's against, you know, the privacy of our guests. And she's like, well, I, you know, I got some friends who can come down here and make your life a living hell. So you either do this 
or I do that. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so she, that badge. Yeah. And so they, so they leave and we go back to the police station where Logan is um, interrogating this kid. I don't remember what the kid, the, the first kid's name was. I know the second guy. Miles. Miles. Okay. And then the second guy was Jasper Hodge. Jasper. Jasper. So he, Logan is actually a pretty bad, pretty much a badass too. Like he interrogates this kid, asks some things. He's trying to talk about a lawyer and he's like, he pretty much ignores everything he's saying and gets into, um, you know, tell him, you know, who is the guy who makes this. And he pretty much tells him like, there have been 18 kids that have died from the drugs that you have distributed. So if either uh, you can be charged with 18 counts of murder or uh, you tell me who made this stuff and he tells him it's a gentleman by the name of Jasper Hodge. So they got a name and Dexter, of course, is there. He kind of eavesdrops on that and he sneakily gets the address to this Jasper Hodge. We go back to the conference there go so angela and molly aren't just there for max for matt caldwell but they're there for a missing persons police conference thing and they go inside and guess who the freaking head speaker is of this conference but the uh, the captain of the miami dade police department sergeant angel batista oh my god I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> David Zayas is back from the. I said captain, then I said sergeant. No, he's the captain, not the sergeant anymore. He's the captain of the police of that the original um sp- spot there from the original series. But yeah, the Angel Batista's back, and he's you know he does his his old conference thing, talking about um missing missing persons, and then afterwards uh. Angel and Angela meet because she wants to talk to him about, you know, her situation. And of course he sees a attractive woman and tries to hit on her in a weird way. And then she pretty much is like, yeah, fuck you. I got a boyfriend. (laughs) I was was like, why did we have to make him that way? (laughs) He wasn't like that in the original series. He wasn't that like creepy. Oh man, whatever it is. It was kind of, that kind of threw me off. I love this guy. I love Batista, but that whole thing was like, why did they have to do that? But so he asks her about what's going on and she explains everything that's happening. And he talks about how there was a similar case, uh, years ago that, um, it was the Trinity killer. Of course we get our second Trinity killer talk in this series. He talks about, and she asks, like, who um, was involved. He talks about Deb Morgan and how she kind of had the, the, was the one who had the same feelings that Angela has about the, her whole situation. And she's like, oh, well, I can't, you know, can we talk to her? And he's like, yeah, she's dead. And uh, her brother's dead too. And of course, he talks about, oh, he had a really cute, he had a really cute kid. Um, but I, he was trying to think of his name and as he walks away, he turns around, he's like, oh, Harrison, cute kid. And then walks away and you're like, oh shit. Because even the look on her face, she was like, hmm, this is very, very interesting. 
I have uh oh in capitals. I said this could be bad. Mm-hmm. We go back to the bunker where Chloe's being held, and you know she is banging on the door because there's no door handle, and that's when she notices the camera that says you're already dead underneath it. And we then cut our first time we cut up to Kurt watching the live feed as he's eating something. But so she is, you know, she's kind of, you know, she knows what's going on. And then she tries to, she does like a strip tease for him. And he does not like this one fucking bit. So she literally starts stripping down naked and he flips out. Like he literally, he's got the, he's trying to tell, he's like, this is not what this is about. This is not what we're, why you're here. And, you know, she's still doing it. And he freaking, he, he slams the computer shut and he's flipping out. It's a whole, it's a weird situation. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? (laughs) I was, I was very confused. Yeah, it was a, it was a different situation. Mm -hmm. And. So, yeah, so Dexter has to. Oh, wait, no, then we get the. So Kurt goes into um, he tells uh, Chloe that she's free to go. Just had an epiphany. Oh, yeah. For the end of the episode. Oh, uh, our prediction, our predictions. Oh, oh it just okay. hit me. So, yeah, so uh, Kurt tells Chloe she's free to go. And she says, you come make me. Because she kind of, I feel like she has a plan to kind of force herself out of there. He gets in there, he drags her out, and he is ready to go. And he, you know, tells her to run. Because he's, you know, his whole thing is he's hunting these girls. He's literally doing this as a sport. And she swipes at him with her glass that she found. Right. She glasses found in her pillow. Yep. He tells her, you know, he, tell, he keeps telling her to run and she refuses to run. Instead of running away, she runs straight at him. And after, but right before he shoots her in the face, he says, this is not how it's supposed to be. And blasts her right in the eye. And then gets really pissed off and pretty much telling her she fucked everything up and shoots her again. And then starts crying. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, you've already, you've already said, he said, run, bitch, run, or I'll kill you. Oh, man. That's like, why are you, you so mad, but then she foils your plan and you have to cry like a little baby. Mm -hmm. We find out the uh, gentleman at the hotel was not Matt Colwell. It was somebody who was using his credit cards. So another question of why would Kurt lie about Matt being alive? We get Dexter sneaking into Jasper's house, getting ready to end that guy's life. Um, He gets him, has his kill room set up, and of course, what the fuck happens right before he's going to finish the job? Logan shows up, and I love it where he looks at him and he's like, fucking Logan. (laughs) So, instead of killing him the old Dexter way, he has to make it look like an overdose. So he literally just sh- fucking pours a whole thing of cocaine down in oh. this man's nose. At least that's what I think it is. It was some kind of powder. And it I was, was like, either coke or heroin. It was a drug that killed this man. 
So, yeah. and he has to, and he sets him up in a chair to make it look like he OD'd. So when the cops discover him, that's what it looks like. And cheapers creepers. This show, this episode was just everywhere. Oh, it was just so much going on in this episode and not in a bad way either. This episode just, it was just a lot happening. We find, we find, uh, Harrison, of course he left home. He's running away from home again and he runs into Kurt and we get the thing where he asks Kurt like, Hey, what happened to your face? Yep. And uh, also, yep. They go inside to the diner. He buys Harrison a meal. He offers him a job. He tells him about like, you know, this is some, you know, these fights that you're having with your father, this is going to blow over. This isn't something that's going to be, you need to make sure that this isn't a long-term thing because you, you, you want to have that type of relationship. And, you know, Harrison is always questioning everybody. He's like, just listen to me. I'm going to give you advice. Cause I've been on this earth longer than you. <laughs> so I, I'm taking it. Harrison took the job. You don't really get any like I'm assuming. Yeah. Really don't hear anything about it. And we then, you know, uh, Dexter comes home. Harrison's there. You know, he asks him about therapy, which he probably never went to. <laughs> and just, you know what the whole day was about. Angela and oh no, we already saw the the uh, Matt Caldwell thing. Mm-hmm. Angela, because yeah. uh, oh sorry, go ahead. And no, I was just gonna say Angela uh, comes home at this time and was hugging Audrey and telling her right that she saved Harrison's life, not to be sad. Mm-hmm. And that's when she tells. That's when Audrey tells Angela about the little slip up that Harrison said right before he passed out something about how Jim Lindsay isn't, you know, isn't his real name. And that's when it kind of like Angela had that feeling when she heard, um, but, uh, angel say it, like talk about Harrison mm-hmm. or a Harrison. But, uh, so she literally looks up Dexter Morgan on her computer and prints out a obituary. And of course it shows his face and it's Jim Lindsay. So, and that's, that's where it ends. That's where it ends. <sighs> so much, so much in this episode was, it was just absolutely insane. And the fact that we're only halfway through is bonkers. Where are we going to, what, what are we seeing? coming up what do you think we're gonna see coming up now that angela knows who dexter morgan really is i will say that i like deb in this a lot because she's kind of playing kind of more playing his conscience not like angel versus devil but you're an idiot versus logical reasoning like she's still got that that logical part mm-hmm. that she's trying to get Dexter to to realize, but yet she's still going to call him an idiot and yell oh, yeah. at him. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the Deb way of going about it. <laughs> she's just a she's very to the point. What did you think of this um, cameo from 
uh, Angel. Oh, I loved it. Because he just kind of comes in like a wrecking ball. Like, Dexter thought he had gotten away Mm -hmm. with all this. And I think Batista's here to ruin it. Right. It's going to be interesting, especially to see, like, what... What does Angela do? No, having this information, how does she go about confronting Dexter about it? Is it going to be like aggressive, or is it going to kind of be, you know, a, a a kind of like, you know, for for instance, Dexter was never uh, convicted or arrested for being the Bay Harbor Butcher, which Angel talks about in his little speech during this conference they talk about him but they don't talk about who it was uh and they even he even states like he talks about how dexter was like a good cop like he was a good he was good at his job Uh, it was sad that both brother and sister passed away at that time so i feel not you know angela only having the facts that jim Lindsay is just dexter morgan and not that he's a serial killer also (laughs) that he's been accused of being a serial killer it might be more of a you know what's you know why did you do that like what's going on why you know what what really happened yeah like what story is he going to concoct to get out of it Uh, I'm also intrigued to see how Harrison plays into the whole whole thing now that he is kind of closer to Kurt Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think Kurt of course Kurt goes after women at least that's what we've seen in this uh, because it's not just the two women that we see in the show. It's also women. I think a lot of the women that Angela has been trying to find, that's what Kurt, I think that was, that was my epiphany. Cause I, you hear him, um, you hear Batista say to her that the serial killer, not, not serial killer, but missing person all have a, usually all have one thing that connects them. Mm-hmm. And Angela's telling him um, what she knows about the girls. And he's like, well, that doesn't have anything in common. But I like your drive. Mm-hmm. What if it is Kurt? Right. Because they're all runaways. That's right. what he picks at. Because I was sitting there thinking, I was like, how many times has he done this? Because he knows what he's doing. Yeah. It's not his first time. Nope. The first girl was not his first time. Absolutely not. So do the, do all these girls end up going there? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're running away. Because she says um, she's doing it because of her best friend. She watched her walk down the street and she disappeared. Mm-hmm. It's... It's crazy. It's it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with like where Kurt goes. Also, where does Harrison play into this? Is he like how which which direction is he going to go in? Is he going to be the one to be the end of Kurt? Is he going to join Kurt and the fucked up things he are doing? Or is he you know is Dexter going to bring Harrison into what he does? Like where is Harrison going to go from here? And I think that is the most intriguing thing for me. It's not about what De- what happens with Dexter, even though that's I think the whole point of the show was what is going to happen to Dexter at the end of the series, because 
as we all know, as of right now, this is a one-off. This is a 10 episode thing to end this, the Dexter Morgan saga. But, but you introduced Harrison back into the fold and you give him such a crazy arc where you're like, shit, now I'm more interested in what's going to go on with him. As much as I am interested in Dexter, Harrison and Dexter are like neck and neck right now. I'm like, holy shit, where is this all going to go? And we only have five episodes left to figure it out. Oh, I know. But see, you know a lot about Dexter. So to introduce this prominent character that is you're learning his story more and more and more Mm -hmm. and seeing his character progression more and more, I think it kind of draws you in like, ooh, it could be interesting. Right. But you've still got, you know, Dexter's still there. So, yeah, Yeah. you're still interested in him. But Right. You're like, oh, I want to see what's going on over here. Right. Oh, well, I think that'll that'll do it for this week's episode of Slice of TV. I'm so excited for next week. This is this has been a long episode. It's probably our longest episode so far, but this actually the episode itself, I think, was the longest episode of the season. So it was a lot to lot to digest, a lot to talk about. So I hope you all enjoy it. I want to thank everybody who leaves uh, the amazing comments on um, our videos. Thank you so much for interacting with uh, the show and coming up with your own theories and I I hypotheses. So we are going to be uh, we're going to have our podcast episode releasing this Friday. Uh, that it will be a a nightmare before Christmas. Uh, Angela's pick for Christmas. Uh, for the month of December. And of course, this will be released on Wednesday. And then we'll be back t- uh, next week to do go over episode six of Dexter New Blood. So oh, can't wait. Can't wait to talk about it. Just remember, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are at 70, as of right now, 71 subs what? on YouTube. Come on, people, 29 more. We get our URL. So thank you so much for all the love and support you guys have showed on the channel. Um, we're, uh, this show is also on podcast services, so make sure if you can't watch it on YouTube, you can download it on your favorite podcast services. Until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Angela from DNA Gaming, and this is Dissect That Film. We'll see you all next time. Bye! Bye.